Welcome to the Leadership Lab podcast. This week, Jeremiah and Bianca Stingo are having a conversation about becoming an effective leader, as well as how to develop others into strong, confident leaders. Within the notes for this episode, you will find a discussion guide so you can listen with your leaders to spark dynamic growth within your team. Are you ready to grow your leadership? Let's join this conversation with Jeremiah and Bianca. Hey, welcome to the Leadership Lab podcast where we're developing the heart and soul of leaders. My name is Jeremiah. And I'm Bianca. And today we're going to be talking about the topic of the practice of positivity. Mm. And this is one of the most important things about leaders. If our mindset and our heart does not have positivity in it, we're not going to be able to lead effectively. We're not going to be able to lead efficiently. And so it's important that we practice positivity in our lives. So good. Something that we practice a lot, it becomes a habit of ours. And habits are so, so important. We can have bad habits. We can also have good habits. I know for my own personal life, there are areas that I've developed some good habits, but I've also got some areas that I'm trying to break some bad habits. That's true. I mean, that's with me too. I got some bad habits. One of the habits that I have is one of our in the home is I tend to leave laundry baskets in our laundry room and they block the door to come. You said it. I didn't, I didn't bring it up. I didn't bring it up. You did at one point. Yeah, yeah, you did. You did. Yes. But I didn't bring it up now. You didn't. You're safe. You're safe. I'm, I'm confessing this now and sharing. This is a bad habit I have because our laundry room is the, the walkway from the garage into the house. So I unload a load of laundry, put it in the basket, and then I just put it right there. Right in behind front, the door. Right behind the door. And nobody can get in, and it's like, hello, can you let me in? My favorite thing is when I'm coming in with things in my hands, and I'm like, poof, yeah. uh, I'm like, yep. help. You got to squeeze through. Yep, <laughs> I know. So I'm trying to break that bad habit because habits can either help people or they can hinder people. Mm. And so as leaders, we need to recognize that Our habits are so important and we've got to take stock and look at the things that we're doing. Are they helping people or are they hindering those that we're leading? That's good. And so positivity is such an important part of that. And we've got to look at what's in our brains, what's in our minds, what's in our thought processes, because as leaders, we're not just teaching people, we're also imparting who we are. Mm. So if what's inside of us isn't full of positivity, then it's going to get on those that we're leading. That's good. And so it's so crucial. Positivity is so crucial in our lives. So having a habit of positivity is really kind of what what you're talking about here. Being yes. in the practice of staying intentionally positive. Yes. What are some ways that you do that? I think that there are some habits that we can download into our hearts and in our minds. There's things that I meditate on, scriptures that I read. I also surround myself with people that are very, very positive. I also limit toxic people. Mm. I limit people that are negative. And there's a lot of people they don't even realize. They're unintentionally living negative lives. And so keeping those people limited and speaking into our lives helps out tremendously and really taking inventory of our positivity level in our lives. So good. Philippians chapter four says it like this. It says, think on things that are positive, things that are praiseworthy, that are excellent. The Bible actually says, put your mind in that space and fill your mind with the things that are associated with things that are going to lift people up. I think that's one of the things about leaders is leaders lift. They They lift lift the room that they're in. They lift the people that they're around. People want to follow a leader who walks with this positive disposition. 
that the glass is half full, that things can work out. That's why people love to listen to teachers, Bible teachers, who just inspire them to believe for a greater level of living than they're currently at right now in their own lives. That's so good. And it's not gimmicky. Like this isn't, oh, if you just think happy thoughts, then you're going to be this great leader. It really stems from a heart of faith. It stems from that place of believing someone in God that is greater than you so that you can speak those things and live those things out. And so that's really the root of this positivity where it comes from. So good. So one thing that leaders do, and you mentioned this already, is that leaders improve their environment. And that's something that we've got to take ownership of as we walk into every environment, whether it's our home, our workplace, in our churches, that we have this power to improve and change the environment. We don't have to just go and adapt and just say, oh, this is what it is. God has instilled things inside of us to shift things. And we can have the opportunity to speak things into a a direction that it should be. And Jesus did this. He did this over and over and over again. He would clear out rooms that had a lack of faith. Mm. He would call Peter out of the boat onto the water. He would do these things that really pushed people outside of their comfort zones. And what he was doing was he was shifting the environment or he was shifting the perspective of the person he was leading. And that's something that we as leaders can do as well is we can walk into things. We can walk into our relationships and we can realize, hey, this is a moment that I don't just need to adapt to. This is a moment I need to lead and speak faith into this situation. That's good. They're they're going through a time of discouragement or they're, they're, they're starting to go down a negative path. And this is my opportunity as a leader to lead them in the direction where it's positive, where it's full of faith. And we shift that environment because leaders are able to do that. And so you, you just said that leaders don't walk into the environment and just identify, well, this is what it is. Yeah. I I think of like a thermometer versus a thermostat. Right. A thermometer just tells you what temperature it is. Right. This this is the temperature. I'm a thermometer. I'm just telling you what it is. Hey, there's something bad going on. It looks like there's a problem in front of our team. And really, here's the problem. Plop. Right. But a, a thermostat changes the environment. It identifies what needs to change and then it adjusts the whole system in order to bring the temperature of a room into the place where it needs to be. That's and good. that's what that's what differentiates leaders from everybody else. Leaders can see there needs to be a change, but they're not they're not satisfied with just identifying the problem. Right. How many people would just come and just plop a problem down in front of people? All the time. But that's not what a leader does. A leader says, okay, I'm going to look for some solutions. It's not like we're sweeping problems underneath the rug and acting like problems don't exist and we're just kind of heading the clouds. No, we're actually identifying, hey, there's a problem. Let's get a team together. Let's get a solution. We can work through this. This is not going to be the end of this thing, but there's going to become a new beginning because now I'm going to interject a solution here. I'm going to bring some kind of change to the environment that's there. That's good. And this is beyond personality as well. Because I think that there's some personalities that are more dominant than others. And so the dominant personalities are be like, yeah, I'm going to take charge and I'm going to change this environment. And then there's some that are more easygoing and they can easily say, hey, oh, well, I'll just let them take charge. No, even those that are easygoing can have this godfidence inside of them. Godfidence. Yes, this God confidence. Oh, okay. To know that God's instilled leadership inside of them. Jesus called us the salt and light of the earth. Those are two things that influence and improve the environment. And so any personality can walk into a room and walk into a situation and shift the environment. But it really does start with this practice of positivity in our minds. And this is so important that we take inventory of what's up there. Mm. 
And the way that we do that is we listen to our words. Our words tell us what our thoughts are. Yes. And so we listen, we take stock. And and if we could just recognize the value of the mental, like the, the real estate, the mental real estate mm. that we have and say, you know what? It's expensive to live up there. Mm. I'm not just going to let any negative thought just mosey around and just sit, sit down, sit on the couch, open a bag of chips and turn on Netflix. I'm going to be very strict about what goes on in my brain. That's good. In my mind. And if it's not positive, it needs to go. It's That's not good. welcome. And so as leaders, we've got to understand that these are such important things that really shape our words. We always talk about being a good listener to others. We need to be a good listener to ourselves and listen to what we're saying. Because if our words are not positive, then that, that's when we know we got to go back and do inventory. we got to clean some things out so that we can be that positive leader that speaks and changes environments. And if somebody's listening, watching right now, and they're saying, well, man, I really struggle with this. You know, you've got to apply faith to this. Yes. This is something where you take God's word and God's word says that the Holy Spirit has given us not a spirit of fear, but of self-discipline. Yeah. That there is an ability that you have given to you by God's Holy Spirit living inside of you to give you the courage to make the changes that you need to make. Yes. Sometimes we got to re reduce the amount of time we spend like on social media and some other negative influences. Man, if you just scroll through Facebook for a little while, mm. you're going to find all kinds of negativity, whether it's a, a political leaning that somebody has or whether somebody wants to gossip about another church and the way that they're doing things that isn't the best way and we're doing it the right way. I mean, you start to think about all those things that pile up on you, yeah. even seeing how other people's lives are so great on social media because we're seeing other people's highlight reel while we're living in the day-to-day -day grind of our own lives and it can introduce some negativity in there. So how do you, how do you deal with that? How do you balance this idea of being a part of the world that many times has negativity in it, but then being a person who's internally not allowing that negativity to rule that space. I pay very, very close attention to how things hit me. And so if I'm on social media and it, they could be even sending out great positive messages, but I, it, it pushes something inside of me that it just, it takes me into a different mood. It takes me into a different space and I just need to stop following that person. And that's the thing, social media, it's kind of been demonized. And, and I think that what we need to do is we need to be aware of the pitfalls and the weaknesses of social media, but it's also something that can be a beautiful gift if we just take ownership of what we're following. You know what? We, it's as simple as saying unfollow. Mm. That's all we got to do. So Unfriend. Good. And you know what? The real friends in our life are going to be there in physical form. And you get to curate what you're going to follow on social media and be very, very intentional. So when you walk into the spaces you lead, you walk into a church, into a room, to a group of leaders, to a meeting. And how, how are you wearing this positivity so that others can benefit from it? That's such a great question. I think I want you to answer it too. But when before I walk into... A place like if I'm about to go into a meeting I'm about to go into a big event I literally take a moment and my kids know this like I get really quiet in the car if we happen to get to go somewhere as a family to a church event I, like I get really quiet in the front seat because I'm getting my head space ready 
because I'm about to be that leader that needs to speak positivity and speak faith into that environment. I'm not just going to show up and just be like, well, whatever mood I'm in that yeah. day. You know what I mean? Because there's times where I'm not, I'm not having a great day. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I dig deep. I, I look for those gold nuggets that God has put inside of me to help carry me through those moments. And my kids even know it. There's times where my daughter has even said, she's like, hold on, Kai, just wait. Mommy's mommy's focusing right now. She has a big event she's about to do. Let mommy focus for a moment. You know, and so I just, I think that that's a testimony that it's just part of our lifestyle now that we we prepare ourselves before we walk into events. What about you? Smiling. That's Smiling's good. my favorite, as <laughs> Elf would say. Yeah. I mean, seriously, just putting a smile on your face. There's one lady at our church. I greet her most Sundays. She's sitting in the same seat. I go up and say hello to her, and she always comments on my smile. She says, Aww. you are the smiling pastor. <laughs> And I think that, man, people go through a lot every single week. When they come to church, somebody should be full of the joy of the Lord so that other people can be influenced by it. So smiling is a phenomenal practice. If you haven't enlisted it recently, do it. Smiling is good. Being a person of prayer. Yeah. It's amazing what you can accomplish in your time of prayer when you're getting honest with God, when he is pointing out areas in you where you've got to step it up and be the leader that he's called you to be. But then also just this this practice of unloading our worries and cares. Jesus mm. says, all you are weary and burdened, come to me and I'll give you rest. There's something about this unloading of things that free me up to then let the spirit of God bring that joy and that peace into my heart. And then very practically speaking is when you're when you're planning for meetings, plan some positive influences on the agenda. There are meetings that I have to walk into and it's like here's all the realities of the details of the things and the challenges that we're facing and the meeting is so that we can overcome some of those challenges. But what I have to do is I've got to be intentional to say, okay, that meeting is not going to be fun. In fact, I look at the agenda and I'm like, I don't want to go to that meeting. Mm. You know, can I not show up at that meeting? Can I call into the meeting that I'm supposed to lead and not be there? And if that happens, then I've got to intentionally put some things in place on the agenda so that it can shift the mode. And really, I try to load the front end and the back end of those meetings with those kinds of things, whether it's a praise report, a testimony, uh, accomplishing the vision and the mission, a celebration of some story that we can tell of something that's been happening recently, even interjecting a, a Bible verse or, or some kind of other way. Bring a, bring a worship time into that meeting. I mean, there's so many ways that you can intentionally bring positivity and practice positivity as a leader because once again we're we're setting the tone we're changing the atmosphere we're walking into the room and we're trying to be like Jesus and he's lifting things and lifting people and lifting burdens that's so good that's so good and so today we're just talking having this conversation of how we can continue this practice of positivity and so we want to leave with an action point maybe this week you want to take stock of what you're thinking about what you're speaking and really measure them and say oh, you know what are these positive thoughts or are they more leaning towards the negative side and maybe even looking at 
the voices that are in your life that are pouring into you and say, is this positive or is this negative? So that's our challenge today. So, so good. This has been a great conversation and we want to continue it. And so if you're watching on YouTube, you can comment below and you can leave some feedback, maybe ask some questions. We really want to get a conversation going. If there's some leadership challenges you're facing and you want us to address some of those later in future episodes, make sure you comment below and we want to follow up with you about some of those things. Additionally, if you're listening to the podcast, the audio podcast, you can send an email to leadershiplabpodcast at gmail.com. You can interact with us there. We really want to give you a shout out on a future episode. If you get a question from you, if you want to remain anonymous, just make sure you mention that. But we just appreciate you spending time with us. We hope it's a blessing to you. And we hope that you develop this heart and soul to lead and serve people better. Thanks so much for tuning in.